we are careful not to listen to music and not to eat meat in the nine days to remember a churban of 2,000 years ago. Our kids remember that churban of their lives every single day. The nine days is nothing special for them. All the time they're in pain. Since the Holocaust, there hasn't been Jews that were in so much pain. And they're in terrible pain. Many of them are suicidal and they want to die. They're lost, they're confused, they're depressed, they're anxious. We don't have to worry about their nine days. They have the nine months. They have, unfortunately, sometimes nine years of pain and tishabav. I want to tell you a story, a true story. All my stories are true. Every year, Pesach, when I had Home Sweet Home, so most of the years, the Home Sweet Home boys would be at my, at my Seder. And I would go ahead and I would have some, you know, Seder stuff with them. And when it came to Mara, I would skip them. And I would tell them, you had enough Mara in your life. What a powerful lesson that they saw that I understood how much extra Mara they had in their life. And also, by the way, it just makes them laugh and say, no, I want it. And they take like six and They like the whole burning and making a thing. That's their fun. I said, but didn't come from me. You don't need Mara. They don't need, they don't need Tisha B'Av. They don't need nine days. They're dealing with Khurban every day. It's very, very sad. But you have to understand that most of them are broken by Jewish people. Most of them are broken by us. And if that's not the Chorban Beis HaMikdash, I don't know what is. If the Beis HaMikdash would be here, they wouldn't have gotten molested. They wouldn't have gotten abused. They wouldn't have gotten rejected. They wouldn't have learning disabilities. They wouldn't have problems. They wouldn't have challenges. They wouldn't have anything. It would be Tikkun Oilam. But we didn't build the Beis HaMikdash. And any dar that it's not built, it means that Ke'ilu Nechrav. We didn't, we didn't fix the Sinas Chinam yet. And we perpetuate Sinaschina by looking down at the very victims of Khurban. We look down at them a whole year. Oh, he's not wearing a yarmulke. Oh, she dresses like this. Why? Why are they dressed this way? Why? Because they choose bad? Because they really have such a great life choosing bad? Because they have a better life? They gave up on Yiddishkeit? They didn't give up on Yiddishkeit. They gave up on life. They're not dropouts, they were pushouts. By hurt, most of the time by from people. But that's their story. I was once sitting around with the Home Sweet Homeboys together, and they said, oh, he's going to a neighborhood, it was a Gaisha neighborhood. I said, be careful. They said, why? I said, well, it's a Gaisha neighborhood. So they said, why? So what? I said, oh, it's dangerous. And they said, I never got hurt from a guy. My entire life was destroyed only by Jews. By accident, on purpose, if we all were the Baal Shem Tov, if we were all the Chazanish, if we were all Eskabit and our own Midas, kids wouldn't get hurt even by accident. But I'm not here to blame. I'm not here to, to say that that, that Israel is bad. I'm here to say a reality that the victim of Korban should not be looked down upon creating more Sinas Chinam. The victim of Korban, yes, yes. You know who said that? The Stichina Rebbe Shlita said that in the name of his three Rebbes. The Manchester Shashiva, the Rebbe Shalaspinka, and the third one was, I don't remember right now, Big Tzadikim. Big Tzadikim. That any of these kids 
that are living in a life where the Nisiyanists are not making them grow, they're breaking them. It's beyond human, human capacity to handle this, the depression, the dysfunction, all of that pain. It's a carbon seabor. They're getting hurt because of us. They're taking the bullet for us. And then we look down at them. We perpetuate the sinaschinam. If we had true ahavaschinam, if we had true ahavas Yisrael, like, like we're supposed to have, like the Rebbe taught us, like the Muslims teach us, then we wouldn't look down at these Jews. We would say, have done its color other than Says the Tzvasemes, it should say, have done kol adam lekavskos. Judge every person lekavskos. What is have done es kol ha adam the every the? What does it mean? Says the Tzvasemes, never judge anybody. But if you're gonna judge, judge as kol ha adam. The gansemensh, everything that happened from that bris from that kiddush until now, and you'll see it'll be lekavskos. If you went through what she went through, you would be worse than her. That's how you mechuyev to feel. And you, and you look down at her? I look up at her. I look up at these kids like we heard before. They're going to be shem shemayim in ways that we cannot do it because it's only when we're in shol tachtis and the yid, the neshama, doesn't give up and jumps up like a flame and puts on tefillin like we just heard. Does a mitzvah, does a chesed like we just heard. It's unbelievable. So we have to work on ourselves. The Siva Shalom says so beautiful. I saw this. I was mamish. What a, what a, what a gedank. He says, Musr Svarim and Chasidus is not for Yenim, it's for yourself. It's not for somebody else, it's for yourself. We learn Musr, we get so holy, and we look down on other people. We learn Chasidus and we feel so heilig and conditioned, Tahara, and we look down on other people. Musr and Chasidus isn't to put those expectations on other people. How come they're so far away from Hashem? How come they sin? How come they're this? Oh, I can't look at you. I can't make a bracha in front of you. Who needs your stupid bracha? egomaniac. God needs your bracha? Understand what's happening here. These are our children who are broken by from people. It's Choraban. You're in the Lodge ghetto, in the Warsaw ghetto, and, and, and you have your family outside eating upstairs in, in, the, in the apartment, and you have a few pieces of bread, and on the way up you see a girl. Her parents are killed. Her, her, her clothing is tattered. She says, can I have some food? I'd love to, but you're not Sneas. You're right, Sayach. I had a phone call from parents, and they told me they weren't by me. I just want to tell you, because my parents would never say this. And not because we don't care about Allah, we care very much about Allah. We're so makbid on Allah, on Atolos Nefashis, and on Kiddushem Shemayim, and on all the Allahs as well. They called me up. Here's the following problem. They have a big family. There's a Hanukkah Masiba with about a 100 people, uncles, aunts, cousins. And some of the uncles said, you can't invite this girl because she's off the derech. She's not going to come tzniyistik. What's the problem? If she's there, not tzniyistik, we can't make a bracha. So we got on the phone with their dastari. I don't usually do this, but I knew them, whatever. So Shmuel Kamenetsky, Shlita, my Rosh Hashiva, was on the phone. So I said, Rosh Hashiva, I just have a question. They have a girl here who's lost. We know what it is. We know it's pain. We know somebody hurt her. And it's an opportunity to be makarv, like the Zaira Kodesh says, we have a chiyuv. And then we have what the Shiva said. He told me, it's a love to ignore you. And, and we have a great opportunity to embrace her. And they're giving all of that up because they can't make a bracha. Why do they have to eat? 
He started laughing. I said, you need to make a bracha? Don't eat. Who needs a stupid bracha? Someone's dying outside on the street and you can revive them because we can get these people back. And you say, oh, I have to have my falafel sandwich. I'll tell you a story, a true story. All my stories are true. When I had Home Sweet Homeboys, the rule was no alcohol. You can ask me questions. I'll answer you later why it worked and all of that. But I had a big problem. I sent them for Shabbos to people. And this guy tells me I can't have them. I can't have them over for Shabbos. Why? I only make Kiddush on Vav. I only make Kiddush on wine. I can't make Kiddush on grape juice. And I don't like to use Mavoshel. So you give up on Achnasus Archim, Atzalus Nefoshes, investing in a kid that these kids and most of them are today from, and being a part of that, and all the mitzvahs in the Torah and all the Zayarach, you give up on everything because you need to make Mahudr Dikr Kiddush. It's not Mahudr to have a Kiddush with Hashem's children that you're saving from the abyss who could be dead. That's not Mahudr enough for you. He didn't want to have them, he didn't want to give up on his Kiddush. But the Krula Rebbe, Zolzangazin Shlita, the son of Rebbe Laspinka, very religious guy, he had them over and he made Kiddush on grape juice. And he told me it's the first time in 50 years that I didn't make Kiddush on wine. And I said, I didn't even think about it. As soon as you told me that it's not good for them to have wine, done. Where's our priorities? The father was crying to me. He says to me as follows. I'm from. I'm Hasidish, which is more than from, you know. And I love Hashem. And I love Shabbos. And you know what I love doing by the Shabbos meal? What I'm supposed to do. I say the very Torah with my kids. I sing Zmiris. I get connected to the Rabbi Shalom. I do it right. I really connect to Hashem. I sing Ka'ech Soif. I'm their husband for the whole week. This is my, my, my medicine, my vitamins. You know, I, this is what my Shabbos is. And you know what happened this past Shabbos? I was home alone. Our kip was there. And she invited three friends. And they invited three boyfriends. And all of a sudden, I was here at the table with six or seven or eight of these Mechalalei Shabbos Bifayesia kids who know yarmulkes, know Tzniyas, at my table, talking about Shtusim Mahavolim and, and all the worst things in the world. He said, I'm crying. You know what I told him? It says in the Svarim Akhtoshim that we have to say only holy things at the Shabbos table because the Shabbos table is a Mizbeach. Your Shabbos table was really a Mizbeach. You know what you sacrificed? Yourself. You didn't kill your child Yitzchak. Avram Avinu did Akedas Yitzchak. You did Akedas yourself. You sacrificed your pleasure. Your ruchniistic pleasure, your ego pleasure, your, your nefesh pleasure. You sacrificed yourself on a mizbeach. Why? Because you want to help save these lost souls who are confused and you will save them and you'll walk them all down the chuppah. We're going to get back every single kid if we just listen to the Baal Shem medicine and the chazanish and we stop with all the chazbaitis. We have to save these kids. We're in a holocaust. We are in an emotional Holocaust. And I don't think there's any more beautiful sacrifice. I don't think there's any more beautiful Mizbeach that we little people can do for Hashem. But to say we are willing to sacrifice for your children. The Beis Yisrael of Ger sacrificed Mincha and Nila 
to schmooze with Michal Shabbos, Michal Yom Kippur, to try to get him back. Rabbi Aaron Cutler sacrificed his Nila to schmooze with a Michal Shabbos and Michal Yom Kippur in order to try to get him back. And we have to learn how to sacrifice even what we think is our Ruchnis in order to save our kids.